Today we find out what is inside of string cheese. I'm sure you're worried. If you've, if you've got one in your hand right now, be worried. This is today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Monday, September 20th, 2021. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. I'm sorry to scare you about this whole string cheese thing. I just wanted to do that because it seems like all the newscasts do that. You know, like what you might be eating right now might be killing you. Uh, They do it all the time, and it drives me absolutely crazy. And I just did it to you. So I got to apologize here. Uh, there's nothing in string cheese that's going to kill you except for the cheese. Uh, believe it or not, it's just cheese. Yeah, it's just cheese. There's no weird chemicals. So you might be thinking that I'm, I'm wrong on this. But no, it's basically it's string cheese. It's just mozzarella. That's how mozzarella works. Uh, they, they, they heat it up to like 140 degrees. And then that's hot enough to change the chemical makeup of the cheese itself. And therefore, you get string cheese. So you're okay. Um, it's just heated cheese. That's it. That's all you're eating. Now, if you're, you know, having those mozzarella sticks that are fried, well, then you're having all the stuff that's in the fried. And that's probably a lot less good for you. <laughs> it's it's delicious, but as we learn about many things on the show, not the best for you. Same with the pepperoni. Too much pepperoni is probably not good for you either, but it's National Pepperoni Pizza Day today. Okay, so where do you get the best pepperoni pizza in the United States? I've done the research for you, and I'm going to tell you, according to the Daily Meal, the best is in Brooklyn. And not just one, but the number one and the number two. Uh, it's Lou Cali in Brooklyn and Grimaldi's in Brooklyn. Those are the best pizza in the U.S. But I love to tell you not just about the best, but about the biggest. And yes, you can get an insanely large pizza delivered to you. I'm talking eight feet wide by two feet long. <laughs> Actually, two feet, eight inches. Yeah, this is a big pizza. Uh, and of course, because it's big, it's got to be available in where? Yes, Texas. Burleson, Texas is where it's available. It's 300 bucks. It's actually $299.95 uh, plus tax. And they need 48 hours notice. But you can order this thing. Uh, they bring it to you in a special van or you can come pick it up. I don't know how you're going to do that. Uh, I feel like they should just deliver it inside of a hearse. You know, like a big box like that would fit nicely in a hearse. And then if you eat all of it, well, then you've got kind of a double use for the hearse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So pepperoni pizza day. We all can't travel to uh, Brooklyn and we can't travel to Texas, uh, perhaps to uh, go get a pizza. We want to figure out what's the best pepperoni that we can get. Well, actually, what's the most pepperoni we can get from the fast food change? And, and, and insider.com has done that research for us. Yeah, so uh, Little Caesars is actually, of course, the most affordable of the chains. But Papa John's and Pizza Hut had the most pepperoni per pizza. And Domino's and Little Caesars, well, they had the least. So there you go. Uh, yeah, you can go get your big pepperoni. By the way, speaking of Texas, I, I, I do just got to jump back to that. <laughs> they say that everything's bigger in Texas, right? Well, uh, let's start with pride. Yes, 
<laughs> Texas Pride is huge. I did a trip out there a couple of years ago that I think I've talked about many times on the podcast. Uh, but do they have actual big things there in Texas? Physical things? Uh, yes. Yes, they do. Uh, for instance, uh, the biggest fire hydrant. Uh, that was actually because of the release of uh, 101 Dalmatians. Uh, Walt Disney put a huge fire hydrant there. It's still there. Uh, there's the biggest uh, cowboy boots. Uh, those are in San Antonio. Those are um, 40 feet tall, actually. And then there's a 26 foot tall wooden rocking chair in Texas as well. And I guess that's for the person that's wearing the 40 foot tall boots. I don't know if that math works out, but but maybe. Uh, so anyway, yeah, from pizza to cinnamon rolls, uh, they have the biggest cinnamon rolls to steaks. Uh, everything is indeed bigger in Texas. Okay. Another national day today, national fried rice day today. Uh, the largest serving of fried rice. Well, that wasn't in Texas. That was actually in Turkey back in 2014. It took them five hours to create 7,000 pounds of fried rice in five hours. An hour later, they wanted more. Uh, Sorry, that's the joke you do with fried rice. It's National Punch Day as well. Uh, not talking about punching somebody. I am talking about the drink. Although, I don't know what kind of uh, drinker you are. You know, maybe you're one of those angry drunks. I don't know. I mean, I, I know that you listen to me every day, but I, I mostly do all the talking. So I, I'd like to get to know you better. Uh, maybe follow me on Twitter. and We can chat that way. Anyway, uh, why do they call it punch? It's not because of the punching. Uh, it is because uh, this goes back to another language. Punch means five, essentially, and there's five main ingredients in punch. What are they? Well, it's uh, lemon, sugar, water, tea, and some sort of alcohol. There you go. That is your recipe for punch. Uh, usually it's rum, I think. I don't know. I didn't really uh, dig into that uh, very much, but uh, there you go. That is punch. Uh, it is also national care for kids day today. And if you think that that means that there are 364 other days where you don't have to care for kids, well, maybe that's, uh, makes you not a parent. I, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, or maybe you've heard that cars for kids commercial just way too many times. I heard that like 25 times the other day and I'm not like joking about it. Where do they get all the money? Maybe if they put less of the money towards ads, uh, they would need less cars. I don't know. Maybe, but I'm sick of the song. I don't know about you guys, but uh, great that what they do. It's great, I think. I don't even know what they do. I know they produce the commercials and they have that song, but uh, wow, uh, it, it drives me nuts. Anyway, uh, let's uh, get away from this and talk about our events for today. And we start in 1881. Yeah, I've talked about the uh, Garfield assassination before. This is President James Garfield right now. He actually died from complications uh, yesterday. Well, not yesterday, but yesterday in history uh, back in 1881. Anyway, uh, he was shot on July 2nd at a train station. Now, as you know, the vice president takes the powers of the president upon the death or disability of the president. So the swearing in is really just a formality. But the real story here is that for over... Uh, the last 40 years uh, leading up to this day, four presidents of 12 died in office. Yeah. So like 25% of the presidents in the 40 years leading up to 1881 
they had died in office, two by assassins. So you would think that the role of vice president would be pretty key, right? Since that would be the next president. Well, check this out. Chester Arthur had no vice president during this entire term. Yeah, it, it sounds odd now, but until the ratification of the 25th Amendment in 1967, there was no obligation to fill a vacancy. So John Tyler, Millard Fillmore, Andrew Johnson, Theodore Roosevelt, Lyndon Johnson never appointed a veep. Yeah, no veep. I mean, who went to all the funerals? I don't know. I know they do more now, but they do go to a lot of funerals. Anyway, back then, it would have been the 1792 Presidential Succession Act that would have been basically the deciding vote on all this stuff. The president of the Senate would have been next in line, followed by uh, the Speaker of the House. And they would end up in the White House if something would have happened to Arthur. Now, here's the thing. Arthur was not very healthy. He had a chronic inflammation of the kidneys. And that is one of the reasons why he didn't want to run for a second term. Now, the Republicans didn't want him to run anyway, but he died about a year after leaving office. We have one more event for you today. In 1984, The Cosby Show, starring Bill Cosby, made its debut on this day in 1984. It was every Thursday night until about April of 1992. It's probably good that the theme song's already playing because we're basically out of time here, or else I would do my Bill Cosby impression for you but it would probably just knock you out. Let's take a look at our birthdays for today. George R. R. Martin was born on this day in 1948. Arne Anderson turns 63. Asia Argentino turns 46. And Philip Phillips, what a lovely name, turns 31 today. That is your look at September 30th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Head to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts like learning more. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.